Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is real estate and mortgage closings, answers to your questions. Subscribe to get our weekly blog post and podcast at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today, October the 20th. 2018 at 901-535-9732. We'd love to hear your questions and your input as we're talking about real estate and mortgage closings. Any real estate or mortgage closing question you have is welcome today. Today we're going to share with you the answers to some of the most commonly asked questions about real estate closings. I'm going to be sharing some do's and don'ts during the mortgage process so you can enjoy a smooth mortgage process and avoid delays when it comes time to close. Back in the studio, we have Joe Rojas. He's a representative from uh, Quality Title Group right here in Memphis, Tennessee. And Joe, I believe you've been in the title business over 20 years, haven't you? Yes, (laughs) Joe is fluent in both English and Spanish, and I like to say that both Joe and I are fluent in mortgagees. It's a lingo for the mortgage business. You'd close a lot of loans for my clients, Joe, and you even step in to answer questions after hours, which I truly appreciate. Take a moment and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what Quality Title Group does for your customers. Thank you, Joe. Um, Thanks for having me. On the show again, um, Joe Rojas with Quality Title Group, closing agent over there with Grady McDonald, who's the attorney. We're at 6389 North Quell Hollow, and our my phone number, you can always reach me at 901-289-5821. Yes, and uh, you guys do refinance closings, you do purchase closings, you do commercial and residential, yeah. correct? Yeah, we do residential, commercial, cash, financed, um, you know, sell-side transactions, Pretty much anything that's involved in a real estate closing. You do primary residence, you do vacation homes, you do investment property. I mean, you guys, and and Grady's the attorney over there. He's been in the business a long time. Yeah, between me and him, we've probably got 60 years worth of experience. So we've seen a lot and uh, we've experienced a lot. And we definitely can help um, in any situation possible. Well, give Joe Rojas a call. And uh, if you've got a real estate closing or Anything like that. I've just got a question. He's wonderful. He he and uh, Grady are great about answering your questions. On this show, you could say that we are beginning the show talking about the end. The end of the home buying and mortgage process that culminates at the real estate closing table. Earlier this week, I got to attend the closing with two of my mortgage clients. It was a married couple who have spent most of their lives serving others overseas. And on returning stateside, they really wanted to own their own home. It would be their first home. Their challenge was not having enough funds to close on a home and not having a large enough income to afford a payment on the house that they wanted and the one that they, the house they really needed. The Johannesons, and that's not their real names, they put a good realtor on their team who listened to what they really wanted and needed in their home. The realtor watched the market daily 
for months because it was a very competitive market. They made some offers that didn't get accepted, but she just kept watching the market until she found the home that the Johannesons knew was meant to be their home. But the challenge was that the price on that house was, uh, with the normal down payment, was going to wreck their budget and it was going to leave them with no emergency funds. The Johannesons laid out their boundaries on the payments and the move-in costs because of their income level and the location of the house they wanted to buy. They qualified for it on a special down payment assistance product that offered $15,000 down payment assistance and uh, in a lower-than-market interest rate. So by using that particular product, the house was well within the Johannesons' grasp. The payment was comfortable, and they had emergency funds left over. When we all arrived at the title office to complete this closing of the loan and transfer of the title to, to the Johannesons, it, it was a celebration time. While Mr. Johannesson signed the papers, Miss Johannesson talked excitedly about how she planned to decorate the home and make it a happy place for their family and friends to come visit. And when the last paper was signed and notarized, Mr. and Miss Johannesson rushed into each other's arms in celebration of achieving their dream of owning their own home. We were all laughing and we were cheering them on. It was a long, it was a long won victory for them. And as we took pictures and we shared more stories of the Johannesson's journey to home ownership, I felt that rush of happiness and that fulfilling feeling, you know, that you feel knowing that I had a part in making a lifelong dream come true for this very deserving couple. I reminded myself right then and there when I saw them hugging and laughing and celebrating, this is why I get up, get ready, and get to work each day. This is why I do what I do as a mortgage loan officer. But Joe Rojas, you get to attend closings every day at Quality Title Group. What should a home buyer expect when they come to a real estate closing? Well, first of all, the $15,000 program is a really, really good program. There's nothing better than to see people coming in with zero money down, or most of the time they're getting their earnest money back, so they're getting their $500, $1,000 back. So that program is fantastic. I think it's the THDA program yes, that you're probably Tennessee speaking Housing about. Development. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome, probably the best 100% loan out there besides, it's even better than the VA loan, which is another 100% loan out there. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I would always. There was always a saying that uh, you know, between the agent, the loan officer, and and us, you know, we're making people's dreams come true, you know, because yeah, the ownership is is an awesome thing to have, you know, it's like the American dream. Um, one thing to expect would be that you know, the closing when they they come in, you know, they're thinking they're going to be sitting at the closing for five hours or something like that, and I kind of tell them that this is like the post surgery. Uh huh. It's not like going into the They've already done all the details and the bank statements. We're not going to ask them for anything else. Everything's already done. This is like more of the recovery. Mm-hmm. And that usually takes about 45 minutes to an hour uh, by the time we go over all the paperwork. Um, another thing that they should be aware of is that once they sign the paperwork, you know, they're, they're, I think a lot of a lot of uh, borrowers are expecting their keys. Mm-hmm. And that's usually not the case because we still have to get the money transferred over not only from the bank, but then it has to go from the bank to us and then to the seller side, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is usually covered with an, with another entity. Mm-hmm. What about uh, wiring? I mean, we, I know we've got a lot of uh, talk and in the news about scammers who come in and, and uh, 
email and they look really legitimate and tell people where to wire their funds for their closing and it's not a legitimate site. Talk about that for a minute. That's really been a, a trend and you always see that being as a growing trend because you always want positive things to be a growing trend, but uh, it's really a bad trend that, that we're seeing a little more and more and more. But uh, scammers with you know all the access world worldwide People get access to your email, and they will send you information that say, hey, we can notice that you're you're buying a house, or, or they know that you're buying a house somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, they're sending you a close, uh, uh, warning instructions. Mm-hmm. So I would say the best best thing to do is to always verify where your money is going with, the, with us, the title company. Not on the phone number on the email. <laughs> right, right, right. Obviously. The, uh, the warning instructions need to be always verified before they're sent by you and or the bank itself. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. And if the deal works for you today, let's do it today. When we come back, we're going to be hearing from Pat Goldstein, a realtor with CryLike, uh, with our talk shop tip for real estate pros. And Joe Rojas is going to be sharing more about how to prepare for your real estate closing. The importance of He's going to cover the importance of owner's title insurance and other ways to avoid challenges. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. I'm Kevin Yee with Save Any Solution. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now I'm back to your host, Joe Gartner. I know a little piece once. All right, you you say your piece. Love is a thing of beauty, and beauty is a blossom. If you want to get your finger bit, you poke it at a possum. How many biscuits can you eat this morning? How many biscuits can you eat this evening? How many biscuits can you eat? Forty-nine and a half of meat this morning. This evening, right now. You're back on uh, Real Estate Mortgage Shop. That's Tennessee Ernie Ford and June Carter. That goes a long way back. But we're talking about real estate and mortgage closings. Answers to your questions. And uh, I'm Joe Garner, your your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can call me the old-fashioned way at 901-482-0354. You can find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust here in the Memphis office. But wherever you are going on your home buying journey, anywhere in the country, I would love to be on your journey with you. I can work anywhere in the country. In the co-host chair, we have Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group right here in Memphis, Tennessee. And Joe, how do we contact you? Um, Joe Rojas with Quality Title Group. My number is 901-289-5821, and that's my cell phone, so I'm always available. Awesome. Well, we've got Pat Goldstein with uh, Cry Like Realtors on the phone. She's actually down in Destin, Florida. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I'm jealous, I'm jealous, Pat. But uh, Pat is a talk shop supporter. She uh, helps fund talk shop, which... Um, uh, offers free networking and education for anyone interested in real estate or in business. And it's time to talk shop with Talk Shop's business tip for real estate pros. And uh, Talk Shop is made possible by the financial support of its sponsors and its advertisers. For more about Talk Shop, you can go to talkshoppe.com, talkshop.com. 
For our talk shop business tip today, we have Pat Goldstein of Crylike Realtors. She has uh, been in the business a long time, and we call her the gold standard in real estate. Pat Goldstein, what is our talk shop business tip for real estate pros today? Good morning, Joe and Joe. (laughs) The Joe Um, and Joe show today. I'm talking to you from the beach. It's beautiful here. <laughs> Rub it in. <laughs> um, one, one of my tips is keep in touch, not just with your agent and your lender, but also be in touch with your closing attorney. I know they want to hear from you before the closing because sometimes there are things that they need or sometimes there may be things that you need to tell them. And it's a good idea to get in touch before the closing. And the other thing, as, as was mentioned earlier, do not wire funds without calling. And I'm talking about on a phone, call them, get the correct wiring instructions, or at least verify that the wiring instructions that you have are correct. Because there are a lot of people out there who want your money, and all of them are not as honest as Joe and Joe. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Uh, you're welcome. It's it's a dangerous world out there, so don't just look at an email and say, oh, here's the wiring instructions, because they can spoof an email that looks identical to what you all would actually send out. Wow. Well, Pat, thank you so much. And how do we contact you, Pat Goldstein, the gold standard in real estate? <laughs> My number is 901-606-2000. Well, Pat, you are awesome. I appreciate you uh, taking time out from your beat, the beach time down there in Florida to call Real Estate Mortgage Shop and offer a great tip. Well, it was well worth it. Y'all have a great day. You too. And I know she will. Man, goodness, being down there on the beach. Well, Joe, let's go back. You know, we're talking about real estate and mortgage closings, answers to your questions. You know, one thing that uh, I've got clients that I've been doing business with for 15 years, and I had a client in this the other day, and I had done their loan over 10 years ago, and they were like, Joe, we, we, uh, we heard there's a lot of uh, changes in the rules and regulations for closing mortgage loans today. What are they? And one of the biggest ones, it's called the TRID rules. It's a government ro- uh, rule that requires certain delays after you've accepted, electronically accepted a closing disclosure and you say it's okay. We have to wait out so many days. And the reason they say is so that it's called no before you owe. That gives you a chance to really review it, check with the third party if you want to, to make sure that you know what the terms are and what they mean to you. So talk a little bit about some of the changes that you see on the title side. Uh, the trade would be the biggest thing because you do have a three-day disclosure and you can't close until that disclosure has been sent out. Um, or accepted, actually. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, accepted, exactly. So by being accepted, that is one thing that you can't accept by email and you're basically doing an auto uh, um, docu-sign signature type of thing. Right. Um, you're not sending any wires, so you know it doesn't have to be triple verified because once you get it, you're going to be able to review it, look at it, and so forth. But it's imperative that the lender receives that back, um, not when you send the email, but they have to sign it. So because the, tar- the clock starts ticking at that point that but it's already signed. All, all borrowers have not when it's accepted, accepted it electronically. Right, <laughs> right, right. And it's, you know... It's it's a the the DocuSign system is is pr- pretty much designed so you know it can create the uh, expedite things you know they're having to come into the office 
you know, meet them somewhere and so forth. Um, you know, and it's, and it's a good technology, but it's just a signature. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Talk about, here's another common question that we have. Sometimes I'll have a married couple, the, uh, the husband or the wife, one is buying the house and getting the financing. Uh, but they want their spouse on the title. But even if they don't want them on the title, because they are married, when you buy a house or refinance a primary residence, it's a primary residence, there are rules in place that there are certain documents that the spouse, even if they're not on the title and even if they're not on the loan, they are required to sign. Uh, Talk about that a little bit, Joe. Uh, yes, if they are married and it's going to be primary, they do have to sign. And if they're not available, uh, they have to do a power of attorney, and it has to be specific. So it's something that we got to have, and be, more primarily, the the lender has to review it ahead of time, and you know just to make sure that all the docs are corrected because uh, you don't that's something that you don't want at the very end, and and mm-hmm. only one person shows up and they think, oh, you know, the loan's only in my name, so I'm the only one that needs to sign. Because that will definitely um, delay the closing, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's just the whole process that now we have to get underwriting to approve a, a specific power of attorney after it gets signed. So that's something to do before the closing, well before the closing, get a specific power of attorney. I had a, a couple that uh, the spouse was, uh, she traveled overseas and he, uh, I mean, I thought we had told him and everything, but, you know, he was like, gosh, I, I forgot. I forgot. My wife is, she's out of, she's out of the country. What am I going to do? I got to close on this primary residence. Anyway, we ended up doing a specific power of attorney. She did it over there and got, we had to get it uh, approved through a, 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 a representative, a legal representative over there. But uh, we got the specific power of attorney approved, and he was able to close on a specific power of attorney. Everything went fine. But these are things that you have to think about if you're married. On a funny note, you know, you always see that uh, somebody's always traveling overseas right when they're doing the closing. I'm like, you know, what would you plan to go you know, to Europe or China or whatever, right when you're going to do the closing, because you, have, you know, the closing sometimes are not specific to that date. We wish they all were, uh-huh. but they get pushed back because of certain things, appraisal, repairs, inspections, you know, documents weren't received in time. So there's, you know, so many factors that, that uh, contribute to the closing. But thank goodness for technology, huh? I mean, uh, if we know ahead of time, we can still work it out. Uh, even if you're overseas, we can find ways to get it done, which we do. And you do a very good job at that, Joe. Uh want to talk about another common question. It is the question of what is title insurance? What does it do? And what is the advantage of buying owner's title, which is optional? Uh, what's the adva- what is title insurance and what is the uh, advantage of having owner's title? Of course, you've got to have lender's title to cover the lender, but talk about that a little bit. Yeah, when the property is financed, the lender requires, the, the t- lender's title insurance is mandatory. you got to have it. The lender's going to have need it to cover. It covers against any errors or defects on title in case uh, any kind of judgments or some, some something like that may show up on title because the property is being financed and, you know, you're using the property as security or the collateral for the, for that loan. The owner's title insurance is an optional piece that, that comes with it, but the bulk of the, the cost of the charge has already been paid with the lenders. Mm-hmm. For example, you know, the lender's title insurance 
on the hundred fifty thousand dollar house might be like six or seven hundred dollars, but the owner's piece is only like fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's always worth it because if something does happen, the lender's covered, but you're hung out to dry if you don't get it. So since most of that premium's already been paid, you know why not just pay. 50 extra dollars, and you're covered in case something does, ha- does right. arise. Right. Real quick story, and I know we're getting ready to go to break, but um, there was a young couple, and they had bought a foreclosure. This was a few years ago, and they were required by the bank who was selling the home to use an attorney in another city, and they did not get owner's title. I, I did suggest it, but they were like, well, we just don't want to do it. Uh, they were in the house about a year, and somebody came and knocked on the door and said, um, I hate to tell you this, but you're living in my house. And they're like, um, no, we bought this house. They said, no, the the title work was done wrong. It wasn't you, Joe. It was another t- this other company. And uh, you actually own the vacant lot next door. <laughs> so the lender's title would have covered what they owed, you know, the amount of the loan, but would not have covered them. But what happened was good. They actually got things worked out between the lender and this person. And But it, if they had not had owner's title and they had had a lot of equity in that house, they would have been at a great loss. So I, I advocate for owner's title. You need to cover yourself. It's cheap insurance for a lot of peace of mind. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can call me at 901-482-0354. And uh, Joe Rojas with Quality Title Group, how can we contact you? My cell phone, I'm always available. It's 901-289-5821. And if you want to call us, if you've got a question, call us while we're live today at 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Leslie with Signs Now in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Love me some Marvin Gaye, I'll tell you what. What's going on? You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can subscribe at jogarner.com, and we'll send you every week our podcast, and we even take the show notes for you on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. So do that, and you can also give me a call. I would love to hear what your plans are. My number, 901 Four eight two zero three five four. In the house, we have Joe Rojas with Quality Title Group. And Joe, how do we contact you? Uh, you can reach me on my cell phone, 901-289-5821. We're talking about real estate and mortgage closings, answers to your questions. And if you have a question or you have some good information you want to share about real your real estate or your mortgage or mortgage closings, Give us a call today while we're live in the studio, 901-535-9732. But uh, we're talking about uh, answering some questions. Uh, i tell you what, I've got, a, I, I've got a do's and don'ts sheet that I send out to my clients, and I send it out to them right before they start into the process so we can all get started on a good foot. 
uh, the do's and don'ts tips for a smooth closing that uh, I cover with my clients starts out with an explanation about the electronic uh the electronic system that is in place by our government guidelines. Now, some people say, well, I don't want, I don't like to do electronic. That's okay. I have a way to help you get it done quickly, but make sure that uh, if you can, even if you don't have an email, you can, you can get a free email uh, free. I mean, it's pretty easy to do uh, just to uh, consent, sign some consent forms, e-sign some things. And then if you want to get rid of the email afterwards, you can. And if you absolutely can't do email, that's okay. We've got another way. It's a little slower. But make sure you electronically sign the e-consent form sent to you at the beginning of the loan process. That allows us to send your loan documents to your email. It's a lot faster than having to uh, add on days for the postal system to get something to you by mail. Um, So electronically do that. When your loan is approved, you're going to receive an official closing disclosure that you can electronically sign, which will start a government-mandated three-day delay to give you time to review your numbers before closing. So it's very important now and that uh, when you get your closing disclosure to your email address after your loan's approved, that you electronically, that any borrowers on that loan, if there's a husband and a wife or two borrowers, both borrowers have to electronically accept that closing disclosure before the three-day mandatory government wait begins. And it's three business days. You have to wait, and they want you to have that time to review your numbers and make sure that everything is correct. They will not allow you to close before that three-day delay. So e-sign the same day. Another thing that I would uh, suggest, and I suggest to my clients, is that when you start your loan process, go ahead and get your supporting documents, your tax returns, your bank statements, pay stubs, and all those kinds of things that uh, you need to get to your lender. Go ahead and get it to them early because gone are the days where you send the lender your documents a week before closing and expect to close. Those days are gone because of these government-mandated delays. Get it to your lender within 48 hours or less if you can. Another thing that uh, I try to reiterate to my clients is funds that are borrowed unsecured cannot be used in the real estate transaction most of the time. So don't don't count on using a loan that's not secured on anything from a family member or a credit card or something like that. Now you can use secured borrowed funds. Make sure you let your lender know uh, that it that you do have a loan that you're using so they can count that payment in your income to debt ratios and we can show the security instrument because it has to be secured on something can't use unborrowed unsecured borrowed funds uh, if you're going to make any changes to your income or how you're paid you need to let your lender know as soon as possible because even if your income is increasing and in the middle of the loan application, and I, I did have a, a client one time that did this, and it, we still closed the loan, but it delayed it because they had to change back to W-2 income. But what happened was he had a great job. He was had a W-2 guaranteed salary, but in the middle of the loan process, he uh, decided to, to become a 1099 subcontractor because he figured out the company would pay him a lot more money today and if he if he was not an employee and they didn't have to pay take out taxes and all that 
Unfortunately, most of your loan programs require, if you're a 1099 subcontractor and you're not a W-2 guaranteed income, they require a two-year history on that type of income. So if you're going to change the way you're paid, maybe you, you had $100,000 in income guaranteed, but you switched to 50000 guaranteed with bonuses, those are the kind of things that could trip you up if you don't let your lender know about it. If you own over 25% or more of a business, you're going to have to provide business tax returns in most cases, not every case, but in most cases. So those are the kind of things you need to pull together for your lender. Let everybody, let them see it early in the game. So if there's any changes that you need to make or any modifications, you can do that early and it won't delay your closing. Joe, you talked about uh, earlier in the show about people being married if they're buying or refinancing a primary residence, even though that spouse is not on the loan, maybe not even on the title, they still have to sign certain yeah, documents. They do. And as far as the debt's concerned, you know, that, that has to, may have to be included, even though, you know, the husband pays it because it's in their name or, or the, 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 uh, the loan is under somebody else's name, but they still may, have, may, they may still have to count the debt. But also um, on top of that is like deferred payments, like student loans. You know, mm-hmm. just because you're saying that they're deferred, you got to prove that they're deferred. Right. They usually got to be deferred for a certain period of time, and then you still have to count a certain amount towards their debt ratio. That's right. And, and that has recently changed mm-hmm. in two, uh, one or two of the programs, Joe. So if you have student loans out there, even if they're deferred, uh, give me a call at 482-0354, area code 901. I can show you exactly how they're going to calculate that payment. And you were talking a little bit about the uh, tax return, self-employed, 1099. You know, you really want to make sure that those uh, you don't have an extension pending because an extension pending will definitely cause uh, a delay, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because they got to verify that income and it has to come from the IRS. Mm-hmm. So if you file or uh, you revise it, Mm-hmm. And then, then it has to show with the IRS before you can validate it, basically. Even though you can bring the, the tax returns fresh from mm-hmm. the CPA that mm-hmm. says, hey, we amended them, and this is what they are, uh-huh. they still got to be coming from the IRS with the amendment. Right. And, you know, while we're talking about tax returns, Joe, one thing that I I have really tried to specialize in is self-employed borrowers because they they get a bad rap sometimes, especially if they don't show a lot of income on that front page of the tax returns. <clears throat> so many times I've had, uh, I remember one guy in particular, but there's many, where he called me and he said, Joe, he said, uh, <laughs> I got turned down by my bank for this loan. I want to buy this house. And he said, I had my heart set on it. He said, I don't show a lot of income on my taxes, but I control a lot of income. And uh, he had been turned down by his bank, and he had been turned down by the bank that the realtor had suggested he go to. But he came to me. I started at the back of his return. He he owned a he owned a trucking company, and uh, by the time I got to the front page, I had over a hundred thousand dollars worth of income that I could count legally under the Fannie Mae Freddie Mac guidelines because I knew where to look and under what conditions I could add back the debt uh, to back to income. So those are the kind of things you want to remember uh, that will keep you closing on time. Another thing is today under the guidelines, you ha- when you go to closing, you have to wire the funds directly from the account that your mortgage company verified the funds. A big trip up that can cause a delay in closing is uh, a cl- client says, well, I've got the money in my 401k. 
or I've got the money in this investment account, but they won't wire money to a closing t- attorney. They'll have to wire it to my bank account first. Well, you need to make sure that we that the mortgage company has verified the funds in that bank account where your investments are going to be transferred to that account. That's the account that we also have to have verified. Because if you're verifying all the money in an investment account, but you're going to have it wired to your checking account, a lot of these loan programs won't allow you to do that. So unless you verified where the funds are coming from directly. Uh, remember that, of course, your funds, you can't bring cash to closing. It's going to be a cashier's check or a wire, so you need to prepare for that. We've talked about the TRID guidelines, you know, the new government guidelines that have changed things. Bring two forms of ID. One of them has to be your driver's license and any other form of ID, but bring two instead of one. Uh, You can't just bring cash. We talked about that. The other thing is if you cannot attend the closing or if your spouse or another borrower cannot attend the closing, get with your mortgage company and the title agency A number one early so that you can get a specific power of attorney. Because as Joe Rojas mentioned earlier, these specific power of attorneys have to be underwritten by an underwriter and approved. So that may take a little bit. You don't want to delay your closing. But these are just some uh, do's and don'ts, some tips for a smooth mortgage process in a smooth closing process. I'm Joe Garner. I'm your host of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? I would love to hear your plan. Make your plan, work your plan, and if the deal works for you today, of course, we want you to do it today. You can contact me at 901-482-0354 and connect with me at jogarner.com. You can find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust here in Memphis, and we're going to go to break. If you have a question, call us while we're live, 901-535-9732. See you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC at 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Jana Cardona, Executive Director of Business Network International in West Tennessee and North Mississippi, and you are listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Right. <laughs> Does your chewing gum lose its flavor on the bedpost overnight? Uh, tell you what, today we're talking about answers to your questions, real estate and mortgage closings. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also find me at Evolve Bank and Trust here in the Memphis area, but I work all over the country. So no matter what state of the country you're in, California, hello, California, and Maine, and Florida, and Texas, and Georgia, and all those wonderful states in between, I would love to be on your home buying journey as your lender. You can uh, subscribe to Real Estate Mortgage Shop at jogarner.com, and we'll send directly to your inbox every week our podcast, and we even take the show notes for you, so we'd love to stay connected. In our co-host chair, we have Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group, and Joe, how do we contact you? 
Uh, best way to reach me is my cell phone number. I'm available all the time at 901-289-5821. Well, it's about that time. <laughs> For the real estate tip of the week. And Joe Rojas, I believe you have the real estate tip of the week. Uh, the tip of the week would be to just to reiterate the uh, the trend on closings is to wire the funds and just to verify that that money that you're sending out is verified to the title company that they're, it's actually their wiring instructions, not somebody else's, because there's a lot of hackers out there that are sending emails. Somehow they're fishing for them, and they kind of know that you're doing a real estate transaction, and they'll hit it at the right spot. They'll send it to you at the right time, and if you don't, if you're not weary about it, you know, and if you send it to the wrong place, it's going to go somewhere in another country, and you'll probably never find it again. Joe, I got a quick story now. Is now I've never had any of my clients lose any money due to hackers. <clears throat> when they first come in, when you first come to me, I'm going to send you these do's and don'ts and have you initial it so that you and I both know that you know, you know, that you've been apprised as to what to watch out for. Also, I give you a 12-minute YouTube video that covers these. So if you don't want to have to read it, if you're on the fly and you just want to listen to it or watch it, you can. It's up to you. So I had done this with this uh, young lady, and she was probably in her 30s. She had managed to save up about $35,000 for her closing. She had worked really hard at it to save that money. That was her life savings. She got ready to close. She was going to pay like thirty something thousand dollars down on this house, and uh, she got an email like right before time to close, and it was so it was so convincing. It was really scary because it appeared to come from her realtor. And if you looked at the email really quick, it looked like the the realtor's email. You just if you look really close, you could see that they changed one little letter in there in the domain and but it's still from a glance it looked like legit but it said you know it said her name and it said uh your congratulations well, i know you'll be closing tomorrow and uh we've had a change in the wiring instructions here's where you need to tell your bank to wire your funds to close and it had a a, a link you know to where and the and the address on where to wire the funds she was so excited about her closing, and you know how you get really excited. You kind of you don't remember some things that you got information back early in the process. So she called her bank, and she gave them the wiring instructions. The bank was going to wire the money, but they could not read where she had given them the numbers, and they couldn't. They said, "Is this a seven or is this a three? They called her back, and they said, "We're getting ready to wire your funds." Uh, per your instructions is this a seven or a three and at that moment this young lady remembered that on the do's and don'ts that she had initialed that she had said she would not wire any funds to any address given to her on an email she goes you know what i remember i told my loan officer that i wouldn't wire any funds to an address given to me on an email let me call the title company, and the bank told her, they said, well, you know what, if you'd rather, we'll just do a cashier's check. She goes, just do that, just do that, because she was getting ready to close, you know, that morning. She called us and told us about the email, and she brought it to closing. It was so convincing. I mean, she came within a hair's breadth of losing her life savings. It is real. It is really real. These hackers have gotten so smart. Luckily, she was able to close. It was a happy story, but almost turned... Negative if she had not remembered 
to that rule that you and I've been talking about the whole show today, Joe. But what are some other tips that you have, Joe? I would say just make sure that you um, review your, you get your settlement statement early enough to review it. Um, part of the closing disclosure has fees that you cannot change, like origination, closing fees, and so forth. But there are fees, charges that can change, like prepaid escrows, um, and and those, you know, to have the exact amount, you'll have a good idea with the closing disclosure. But this is really the exact amount that you need to uh, to send and then that way you know there's no confusion you're not you know kind of in the dark of how much to bring where to bring uh that's when we'll usually send your wiring instructions to so you know we can kind of communicate and make sure that we have ample time to make sure everything done is done um proper and create a smooth closing Good word of advice, Joe. I've got some Talk Shop announcements. Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. And Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m. over at Pino's Pallet, 8225 Dexter Road in Cordova. This Wednesday, October 24th, 9 to 10, Talk Shop presents benefits of using a certified senior move manager. Leanne Morse of All Things New is going to be covering that, and that's L.A. Morse at allthingsnewwtn.com. Talk Shop events are free thanks to advertisers like Mary Lou Novak, owner of Mid-South Home Helpers, for non-medical assistance so that your aging or handicapped loved ones can remain safely and comfortably in their own home. Call Mary Lou at 901-414-9696. Subscribe to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We'll send you our podcast with the show notes at uh, jogarner.com. And I just want to leave you with a quote. Matt talks about the realtor. He's talking to his clients, and he says, or if you want something more expensive, I can show you this house again tomorrow. <laughs> so you've been listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, Joe Rojas, Quality Title Group. We've enjoyed hanging out with you, and we look forward to hanging out with you next Saturday. See you next Saturday. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.